Welcome to the Delta Weekly Podcast. My name is Molly Quell. I'm the international editor of Delta. My name is Timo Kreula. I'm a master's student in marine technology. Are you sure you're a master's yeah, student in I marine technology? So, yeah. We are going to talk to you about the week's news, if Timo can remember what study he is involved in. <laughs> So, Timo, what's uh, what's going on on campus? Yeah, I'm going to start with another edition of the letter sequence between Associate Professor Dab Hartman and College President Tim van der Hagen. I hear this is your favorite uh, letter exchange. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting indeed, because this time Dab writes about a letter to Tim about the plan of scheduling lectures until 7.30 p.m., the available office space for TU employees and all-round support for science. He also refers to the statement by Karel Leiben of a few weeks ago about saying no more frequently to make a culture shift and decrease the employee's work pressure. The full letter can be found on the Delta website. The next letter by Tim van der Hagen will appear on the 14th of April. Yeah, it's a very uh, interesting letter exchange. The yeah. two have very strong opinions about that. I really, uh, I really like to follow this uh, this sequence. Yeah, I know that yeah. you uh, you've said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And other things that you should be following, there is a, a new blog on the Delta website. This is their second or third post, I believe. Tim Hermans, one of the students participating in the Drop Your Thesis project from the European Space Agency, has a new blog post, and in it he discusses his group's challenges with outreach and promoting their project. The engineer has discovered it's not quite so easy to do. Uh, to do communications and he writes oh, really? a lot about that in the blog post yeah okay, cool then in campus news a new record has been broken this year and it is about international students never before were there so many international students in our country and never before did they come from so many different countries this year in the netherlands we have over 112,000 international students with 164 different nationalities with respect to the number of international students the TU Delft is ranked for, with about 20% of our students being a foreigner. It is stated that this has a great advantage to our national treasury with a brain gain of over 1.5 billion euros, actually. And there was a CBS report out that says that about 25% of foreign students who enroll in the Netherlands actually live here for their entire lives yeah, after graduation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's really hard to get rid of us once we're here. It turns <laughs> yeah. out. The Student Council has agreed this week that the so-called study check should be expanded. This comes after a nationwide survey which showed that students who participate in the study check are less likely to fail in their first year. The council has asked the executive board to look into expanding the study check requirement mm-hmm. in what must be the first time a student council has ever requested <laughs> that a university expand the requirements on students. Yeah. But it, it seems to have some uh, some positive impact on uh, on the on student retention. Yeah, so. it does indeed. In off-campus news, unions and universities in the Netherlands have signed a new collective bargaining agreement last week, known as the CAO. This agreement covers a variety of employment conditions for university staff. Negotiations have been locked for a long time over, in particular, the high workload for staff. But the parties were able to come to an agreement, which will go into effect January first, twenty eighteen. Changes include an increase in wages, new rules surrounding termination and adjustments to maternity leave. Yeah, and this Saturday, the annual elections for the best teacher of the Netherlands take place again. This time, no teacher from our university was nominated, unfortunately. The candidates all come to the Jaarbeurs in Utrecht to pitch their goals to the jury. They, in fact, all have different interesting stories. Their pitches can be found on the Delta website, to which we will link in the liner notes, of course. Yeah, there's some interesting uh, ideas, concepts that they have about teaching. On yeah, exactly. In science news... Have you ever looked at the famous Rietveld chair and thought, what the world needs is a very, very, very tiny version of this? Yeah. Well, now I there have, is one. Course. 3ME researcher Dr. Luigi Sasso has created a 0.1 millimeter sized version of the chair 
using his Nanoscribe, a printer which can produce very, very tiny structures. The printer, of course, has other uses than recreating tiny works of art, in particular to create sensors that have biomedical applications. So now we have a chair for bacteria? I guess so. Little tiny bacteria can sit in this uh, chair. But this is, you know, over in your faculty. They're producing some interesting research over there. In housing news, you may have noticed when cycling to the campus, a remarkable house has popped up west of the Faculty of Architecture. It was made with a computer file and some plywood without any real craftsmanship, unlike all the other interesting concepts that are made at this faculty, of course. Marcel Bailo and his team built this house in only two weeks. It is made of CNC-milled components connected in a way that strongly resembles Lego blocks. The goal of the project is achieving fast fabrication, delivery, assembly and flexibility of future houses. The so-called PD lab can be seen at the Western parking lot of architecture for at least another year. The official opening will take place at the end of April. So this professor has now achieved all life goals of all professors at this university and built life-size Lego blocks. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Then in upcoming events, this week a very special event is taking place in our city because Molly's housewarming is finally taking place. And apart from that, our Queen Maxima is opening a new exhibition at the Prinzenhof Museum. The exhibition is about forbidden porcelain from China and also addresses the connection between China and Delft Blue porcelain. The exhibition takes the visitor to the Forbidden City in Beijing with over 120 pieces from the Archaeological Museum in Yingzhezen and several great pieces from Dutch museums as well. The exhibition will be here on the, until the 9th of July, so you have plenty of time to check it out. Yeah, it looks quite interesting. Yeah, exactly. And apart from that, uh, Molly's address will be listed in the liner notes, of yeah, course, so you of, can all visit. And of course, Queen Maxima will be will be stopping by yeah. since her visit is planned for so the there same will be, day. Yeah, there will be some orange champagne as well, I believe. Of then. course, yeah. it's always orange champagne mm-hmm. in my house, even for breakfast. <laughs> I think that is all the news that we have for you this week. I'm Molly. And I'm Timo. And we'll be back next week. Delta is the independent university magazine of the Technical University of Delft. You can find all of our stories online at delta.tudelft.nl. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are available. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. If you want to get Delta in your inbox every week, you can subscribe to our newsletter on the website.